What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and today I'm back with first-time guest. The first guest. When I mean say first-time guest, I mean the first time there was a guest on the show. He was the guest. It is my good friend and comedian, Gabriel Alviso. He's back on the show today. We talk about how comedy's been going for him in Chicago and catch up on just uh, you know some current events and things like that. Go ahead and follow him at Instagram at tiger.theory. Also, if you are listening right now, go follow the podcast as well at I'm Getting There Pod, all one word on Instagram, and hit that subscribe button and the notification so you know when new episodes drop. And I know I've been lately, I've been uh, kind of slacking here, but I'm getting back to doing every Monday is when I'm my my goal to post, and I am doing that. I'm gonna be consistent on from. Here on out, you're hearing me right now. I'm going to be doing every Mondays. I was really good about it, and then there was a couple weeks where I was putting them out on Tuesday, and then I know I missed some, but, you know, it happens. You know, I know there's just, you know, I'm the only one producing the show, and sometimes life is is happening. So I do apologize for those that are consistently seeing and listening to the episodes. I do super appreciate you guys. So thank you so much for listening to the show. Please subscribe. And if you want to support the show, help make it grow, and you want access to more content that I put out, hit that tip jar link in the description and become a recurring member to the tip jar for the podcast. I think the lowest is a dollar a month for the uh, recurring members, and then you get access to all the private content that I have created and posted up there to help uh, you know support and make this show grow. And so I do appreciate that i appreciate everybody that's tuned in so far and continues to support the show every week thank you so much and enjoy this episode with my friend gabriel did want to talk to you about the shows that you've been on recently because uh some of them look really cool like there's this roast battle that i've been seeing you pop up on over there um is that like is that at the same spot that you were talking yeah, about it's at earlier the, it's at the lincoln lodge um which is like it's a it's a spot right now that like i guess it moved during the pandemic um okay so like an even bigger venue there's one, two, three. There's like four like rooms in it. Like two smaller rooms and then one main room. And the roast battle is in the main room. Mm-hmm. It was cool because the other day I was like listening to um, Andrew Santino and uh, Pete Holmes on. Oh, that was a great podcast. I what, listened to that one a couple of times. Whose was it? Was it Pete Holmes's podcast or Andrew Simpson? No, it was uh, Whiskey Ginger, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so I was listening to But that to episode it. is really good. Yeah, it was really good. And they mentioned the Lincoln Lodge. They both have, like, because they're Chicago comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about it, like, way back in the day, which is, like, cool to, like, I'm like, oh, there used to be, like, comics that are now, like, famous that used to do this place, you know? Yeah. Like there's, yeah, there's a a lot of history there. Yeah, I do. I get booked there more than I get booked anywhere here. And then, uh, I have an open mic there on Mondays. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's cool. Hell yeah. And then, uh, you mentioned to me that you had 
something at Zany's coming up? What, did, did you already do that or was that? Well, my Zany show was like, I got booked for it and then they got like a new manager or something. So like the show got pushed back and okay. the producer was like, yeah, I got you for October, but hasn't actually hit me up with a date. Uh, mm. which is, it feels like I keep on getting pushed back and like the runaround, which like sucks, but like, I know that it'll come when it comes, but, yeah. um, another producer for, that was supposed to be a Monday night show, but another producer on a Sunday night show just gave me a date like two days ago. So I'm going to do it, uh, uh, the week after next. Oh, sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. He just gave me a guest spot, which was like awesome. Nice dude. Is like on a weekend or something? Sunday night. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, it's a weekend show. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. And is that, like, is that close to the, like, are the clubs kind of, like, scattered around? Or are they all, like, in a similar location? Or um, Yeah, they're all kind of scattered. There's, like, Zany's. There's the Laugh Factory. There's uh, the Comedy Bar. There's the Lincoln Lodge. I think those are, like, the most popular ones oh and then Mm -hmm. there's the chicago improv but i think that's like actually in the suburbs i don't know i've never been to the the chicago improv but yeah laugh factory zanies comedy bar those are like the shows or the main ones i I think i might be wrong yeah i'm looking up where the where it's at right now and then the suburbs have other clubs like Zanies has a second location in Rosemont, which I've done. I've done the Zanies in Rosemont. Oh yeah, you're right. The improv is kind of out of the way from all the other spots you were describing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's like CGs, and then there's the Comedy Shrine, and then there's I don't know. The suburbs have a, like their own clubs. And how has it how's it been with like uh capacity stuff? Like have you noticed are you guys uh, it's kinda like normal. I, I went into a show yesterday that was like fucking jam packed, sold out. It was like, oh, nice. Yeah, I was just curious because I know over here it seems like it seems like that there's full audiences uh at most things that I've seen. Yeah. Um well, the Lincoln Lodge, kind of... I think you have to be vaccinated to get in. That's what I was just going to mention. Yeah, that yeah. a lot of the stuff that I've been to or seen is like you have to bring proof of vax or like proof of like mm-hmm. negative test that day or something like that or forty eight hours or something. I don't think it's negative testing for the Lincoln Lodge. I think it's straight up you have to be vaccinated. And then okay. there's like a Wednesday night open mic, which feels like a show. Like you know, there's some mics where you're just like, most people don't practice like new material at this mic. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. They just there's a real audience. It's a fun. Just like a real good audience for the open mic, basically. Yeah, on Wednesdays at this bar, in the back room, and uh, um, that place is like you have to be vaccinated. Uh, so yeah, there's no more. Which I don't. I haven't seen much, you know, pushback for most people. Uh, at least over here, most people have it or have a picture of it, you know, and it's like, it's like, they just kind of, I think there's only been a couple people I've noticed that are like, Oh really? Okay. And they just kind of, uh, they just leave or, or come back later with like, I met my first comic that isn't vaccinated the other day. Most people are, but I know. Yeah. Same. Um, I think I know a few people that aren't, but I think they also had it too. 
Yeah. And so they're kind of, that's what, that's their reasoning, I believe, is like the, you know, they're saying like, well, I have the antibodies, so. Um, I don't even know. I don't think that makes I don't know either, man. Whatever. Like. <laughs> I just know that I'm vaccinated and I wear my mask as much as I should. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. The other day I was, there is certain places like that are full mask no matter what. And then mask only if you're not vaxxed. And so I keep one in my pocket most of the time, but like I normally, my first, like, uh, my first, you know, like normal thing would be just be to keep it in my pocket unless I like am asked to wear it. And, uh, I walked into a gas station. I think I was up North kind of toward farther towards San Francisco. And it was like the first time in a long time, somebody was like, Hey man, you need a mask. And like said it to me like aggressive. And I was just like, Oh, so- sorry, shit. Like, I was like, my bad. And, like, left quickly and was like, oh, crap. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, like, the first like time it happened yourself. to me. No, it was it, just it funny. Feels, I felt so bad. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like the mask. I don't know. It feels kind of normal, I guess. I don't know. I don't think I fucking care. I have so many I, of them now, dude. Yeah. I know. We have a basket. They're like pairs of underwear now, basically. It's just, like, throw them. I have more masks mask. than I do underwear. if you ever forget underwear just put pull the put your feet in the each side's a string and you got a little it's like a just a little you know like i saw a lady wearing her underwear on her face as a mask when i was working at whole foods when this first started wow yeah it was crazy because it was crazy because i had seen somebody like a meme of somebody doing that on the internet and then like a couple weeks later i actually saw it happen and i was like wow this is, Do you think it was because she saw the meme on the internet and was like, oh, that's a smart idea? No idea. No idea. I can't even wrap my fucking brain around why she would do that. I just... Underwear on the face. It was like see-through, like lingerie, like, yeah. Uh, maybe they're just underwear she wears once in a while. So she's like... I mean, oh, they look special clean. ones. Well, that's what I'm... I'm just like... Yeah, you it'd have to it have to be like a fresh pair, you know. Like I wouldn't want any like residual, like swamp ass smell to be like all up in my face. Sometimes I get my mask and then I put my girlfriend's underwear that I've been worn inside the mask and I just go like that, and I just keep just keep it over my face. You just wear it all day. Yeah, I'm like. I go inside her dirty laundry and then I just fold it inside my mask and then I wear it at work and I keep my mask on at work and I'm just smelling her butt sweat. <laughs> You're like, this is great. Yeah. This gets me through the day. Yeah. It's the only like, way I, I never miss work. her. She's always violent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is funny. Oh, man. Do you think that's going to become a thing on OnlyFans? You know, like girls like sell their used underwear like on the internet. Or like used mask for sale. You just smell their. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like you know, it's like a, you know, it's like um, it's like a hot girl's mask. Yeah. yeah, So you're like, oh shit, trying to breathe in that, trying to breathe in her, her breath, her, she gets her probably gets makeup on the. Oh, I was wearing my girlfriend's mask the other day and had makeup on it. Yeah, that's something I didn't think about. You probably, like right here, I imagine uh, there's something that, that gets on there every time, you know. I don't know. I don't know shit about how that goes, how that works. But, yeah, I'm 
<laughs> that would be interesting. Like some dude is just walking around with a mask. He takes it off. It just has like a white line. It's like it's of like you know like foundation or whatever just across his face. He's like, or you just oh, do your, yeah. you just do your makeup everywhere except for here. So it's just like all, and then you're just super white. Do you think that happens? I bet that I don't yeah. know. If, like you put yeah. the mask on first and then just like do it around it. Yeah. If you're gonna do your makeup, you do your whole face. That's, yeah. It would be funny to see somebody with, like, just this part of the beard. Like, they trim, like, they shave off the goatee, basically, and just have, like, the super long chops. So when they put a mask on, it looks like they have a beard. It's funny when you see the guys with, like, humongous beards and then, like, this little tiny mask. Oh, yeah, and their hair's all sticking out of it, all crazy. That's got to be so annoying. Like, I, I... I get annoyed when it's a little too long and you can feel it like sticking to the mask when you adjust. I'm like, ah, like kind of tickles. You're like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know a guy that, uh, he shaved his beard. He had a huge beard like down in here and he shaved his beard mm-hmm. because he heard that having a beard could attract COVID or some crazy thing like that. Like the particles can get stuck in his facial hair. I have no idea. Like, this was like at the beginning, and he—it's like a COVID wand. And he heard it's this, just like he heard he's got a COVID thing. wand on his chin. Like it's it was like, lice or something, you know. And he, 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 I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's true. I'm aware. <laughs> it's crazy. He was that paranoid about it. My beard's too long, man. It's gonna attract the COVID. What if that was cut it, it off, dude? What if that was like it? They're like, all right, we need seventy percent of the men that have beards to shave, <laughs> dude. There's like a group of blonde bearded people. They're like, "We'll never take us." Yeah. <laughs> my body, my all, yeah, yeah. They all like live together. They're like, they're like COVID can't kill us. Long live the beards. And yeah. it's just like they <laughs> yeah. they start they start recruiting members. Are like, do you hate shaving your face? And they're like, yes. <laughs> It's like Manscaped is like advertising for them. Manscaped becomes the vaccine. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Ah! <laughs> the two guys that started Manscaped are like, we knew we had something. Yeah. Look, everyone that didn't believe in Manscaped, the lawnmower 3000. Uh, the lawnmower 3000, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, now in Pfizer or Moderna edition. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have that, the Manscaped? Um, no. I've thought about it though because it does seem I mean they you know so many podcasts have advertisements for it. I feel like I hear about it all the time to where I've like actually looked into it and I'm like, man, it might be worth it, you know. Why you shave your stuff? To get the just to get the trimmer that just it, you know, it's not going to nick you or like pull a hair out. Nick your balls? Yeah. I don't even touch. I've never gone down there with any sharp item. One time when I was like yeah, I'm, all, I'm so, it's so scary. It's like 21, and it was so shitty afterwards for a week. It's just so yeah. Funny. Like, why does hair grow there? You know what I mean? Why does it like, grow anyway? Why does hair grow? That's true. Uh, no, that's not. But like, that's a. Do you know why hair grows? I don't know. Is it just to like make you warmer, <laughs> right? I think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think it's like residual from earlier times. We like needed it. You know, Do we need it now? Like, like what happened? I don't think we need it at all now. Do we need skin? I don't think we need anything. Yeah. I think we just we can upload ourselves to to this and then we'll just exist. Yeah. Like, would you do that? 
Would you download your consciousness to like a hard drive and leave your body? I honestly am too stupid to even know what that means. <laughs> so like, there's a hard drive, you know, like uh, just like like a like a fucking jump drive, like a USB yeah, like a stick. Desk or and imagine you can just like take this, your existence, whatever's inside of you, that you you know your being, and you can transfer it to one of those, and then you just leave your body this we leave this physical being and then we were just we exist in uh, computers um what do you think about that <laughs> that 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 fuck your brain up a little bit <laughs> well kind of because like i don't i don't know what it would be like to live without a body so like i don't know right yeah, like. Would I still yeah. feel like emotions? Hmm. Yeah, what if it didn't work? You know, it's a pretty big gamble. It's not like you can just reverse files back. Is it worse than death? I think, I think like you get close to death and then you do it. I don't know, man. I just die. That's true. It would be cool to just be like a, a program, though, you know, that like people can upload you to something and like you interact with them or you interact like on a platform with a bunch of other users or it's just they just put us in the matrix, you know. It could be that now, though. You don't know it. That is true. Yeah. The simulation um, theory is interesting as well. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's like. I was yeah. It's like it's like we're either gonna figure out we're in one or create one, right? Like those mm -hmm. are the two. Or we're in options. one and creating another one. Is that possible? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's also possible. I mean, Do you have, have you seen this? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. I was just gonna change the subject. I was gonna ask you if you saw that about the, you saw the the whole um, the uh, the conversation about the new Mario movie and who has been cast in it so far. No, is it two Puerto Rican guys pretending to be Italian? No. Um, so Chris Pratt is Mario, first of all. Um, is he Italian? <laughs> Dude, your face is the best! <laughs> you look so confused. It's Chris Pratt from Gardens of the Galaxy? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh I'm looking up the rest of the cast right now because it's crazy. Chris Pratt is Mario. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is Princess Peach. Charlie Day as Luigi, which is kind of interesting. Jack Black as Bowser. That kind of makes sense. That's cool. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. And Kevin Michael Richardson as Comic. And I think Danny DeVito is playing Yoshi or some shit. They should have got The Rock to be Donkey Kong. It's like a, yeah. He's built like a fucking machine, lift up fucking barrels. And well, I just feel like there's so many... I don't know. Like Donkey here's Kong the sides. Mario movie. I think they're like, like a crossover. I think Donkey Kong's part of that universe or something. Um, but uh, what's interesting to me is there's like two sides of the argument. There's like people that are like, who fucking cares? Mario's not even real. He's a character who cares who plays him. And then other people are like, how the fuck could you cast Chris Pratt as Mario? 
like what <laughs> like and that's the side that i'm on i when i first saw it i go this isn't real i was like there's no way this is real this is a joke and then i like went and looked it up and i was like you gotta be shitting me dude like italian people like just want representation from mario i mean not even italian like i just don't see how that's the choice that's even it's just it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense when you're like when you think of mario like you think of so many other people before you think of chris pratt like i yeah who do you think of for mario i don't even know like i you could have somebody like uh i know i'm talking so much shit i don't even have a replacement choice <laughs> uh, i don't know like um you could have like mike myers maybe would be cool oh yeah that'd be cool i was thinking like what about or like i don't know if the dude from cake boss is like an actor but like he kind of looks like mario his head that's true yeah what about the guys that play mario and luigi in that movie remember oh in that live action one yeah that was a good one yeah i mean i feel like there's i'm trying to think of like better voice actors than like I feel like a couple of oh uh, this isn't live action this is an animation yeah it's animation so Kevin or Chris Pratt's the voice actor oh, for Mario I, that matters less matters less I think but it's still like is he gonna be doing like just a cheesy it's a me I'm, like is this gonna be I don't know <laughs> they should have just cast Ellen DeGeneres. That would have been funny. Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres and then Charlie Day as Luigi. I, that would have been better, I think. I think El Pacino as Luigi. And Ellen DeGeneres as Mom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll probably watch it. Yeah, I'm curious about uh, how it's going to sound. Yeah. Um, maybe he crushes it. It's just such a weird choice. It's like if they announced it and it was just like, what the hell? Like... <laughs> Remember when Nicolas Cage played Sonic the Hedgehog and it was like too weird? Nicolas Cage played Sonic the Hedgehog? Or was it... Yeah, it was, right? I thought... What? Or is it Jim Carrey? I thought Jim Carrey was in that movie as... But he was Dr. Eggman, wasn't he? I thought Nicolas Cage was Sonic the Hedgehog and they were like, this looks too weird. <clears throat> I'm looking up Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. Sonic. Okay. Whoa. Dude, I wish I could tell that know. story on your podcast. Oh, the story that we told earlier? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I don't see any... There's like some memes. Oh, maybe it was fake. Maybe I thought it was like a real thing. Yeah, there's like some memes about it, but I don't think there's. If this is how it would looked originally, yeah, it would have been so bad. It's just Nicolas Cage's face, exactly, like CGI'd yeah. on. It looks horrible if that's the case. I hope this wasn't real. I think because the other one looks pretty, like decent. Oh, I see the redesign. They kind of, it just looked really weird. Yeah, and they made it look more like the video game. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, that's weird. Well. <laughs> uh, I was... 
speaking of other things that are um, new, I was uh, looking at. Have you have you seen the um, the previews for the new? Uh, what is it? Venom versus or the new Venom movie? Oh uh, no! Hardy. Or yeah, my friend went to go see it, and he said the best thing about it was that it was less than two hours. Yeah, I heard it was ninety minutes long. Yeah, and that—that's kind of awesome. Well, the only reason I bring it up is because I saw so much advertising for it, and like every like on my computer, on my phone, on TV, like it was almost impossible not to see an ad for it, and that. The only reason I bring that up is because, like, I was curious if that happened to you, too, before it came out. Yeah. Um, like, I, I saw so much advertising that I got kind of interested in it, like, just because I was, had seen, well, like, I've seen, like, chunks of it already. Is, dude. Yeah. Well, I know, but it was just amazing that it was, I couldn't go anywhere any, or see anything without seeing something about that movie. Yeah. And it was like, I was just becoming aware of it because I kept going, God, what? Like, is this coming out soon? Like, I just started, like, I had all these questions yeah. that were just coming out of me because of this, this, the ads. Yeah. But I heard it's pretty funny, um, and it's decent, but. Yeah, I saw this one preview where Venom was, like, singing at, like, a nightclub. I was like, oh, this is, like, kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Most of those Marvel movies are like, oh, let's also be funny about it because we know. Because Deadpool worked? Yeah, because Deadpool worked, exactly. <laughs> so now we just have to talk to the audience in between and like it's just about making you laugh it doesn't even need to be a story really I saw the last thing I saw uh, in theaters was um, Roadrunner it was about it was a documentary about Anthony Bourdain Mm. it was really good Um, that sounds pretty cool yeah he's had a camera like in his following him for like most of his life it was crazy there there's something something else uh there was a it's on amazon i didn't mean to check it out there's a val kilmer documentary and it was a similar thing he had like all this footage just of his like the course of his acting career yeah that's strange like who's following these people around like that like why you know i think they pay him to you know i think it's part of the they just have somebody to get big and want this footage someday or what or they feel like they have an idea for a project maybe and that footage was for something else you know yeah and then it gets it gets used for you know a documentary or like a you know like a kind of like a biography movie um and uh i just find it yeah i find it interesting that there's like all this footage like of just behind the scenes like they're filming somewhere or like I, I, I'm I'm gonna about to check it out because it just looks really good and you know especially since like uh, like you know what happened to Val and everything like it'd be cool to I'm just curious about his story really because you only see like stuff in the the news and, and headlines about him you know yeah Val Kilmer was supposed to play um, Morpheus in the Matrix oh really yeah uh, Will Smith was supposed to play Neo and Val Kilmer's supposed to play Morpheus. Whoa. Yeah. There's a there's a mic here where the, it's called trigger warning and it's like a heckle mic. 
So oh, nice. it's a circle and you're in the middle and then people just like heckle you while you try to like do your material. Uh-huh. It's like a good practice room for like what you're going to experience with like real hecklers, you know? Yeah. Uh, that sounds, that sounds like fun though. That sounds like it could be fun. Yeah, well, it is fun. I've only done it a couple of times though. I was going to mention that I was reading something about how they are coming out with um covid pills now like 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 pill medication to take to fight the virus whoa yeah and i thought that was interesting um i saw that yesterday and uh this says it can reduce hospitalizations by half um and uh there's some human trials shown so far so i don't think it's going to be released yet but it is kind of that's i feel like a step in the right direction maybe uh i think people maybe will be more okay taking a pill than a vaccine shot maybe yeah i have no idea i don't know i don't know it's kind of like overwhelming to even think about i'm like oh like they're coming up with pills like it feels like we're in like uh kind of just like a fucking strange time where like no, we are in a. Yeah. I mean, we are in a strange time, dude. Like, the amount of you know, videos I see of people like losing their shit in public has just gone up so much more than you know, like we're used to seeing. I, I mean, at least I think so. Or, I'm, or my algorithm's just showing me more. But it feels like I've just been seeing more and more stuff online, like on Twitter and the news, and and you know, on TikTok or whatever, of just like people like yelling at people in public in the grocery store or on an airplane or like in line somewhere they just start freaking out and it, it's like it i don't know i think there's something people talk about this a lot but i think there's some there is something to like those that have stayed away from groups of people until like now i think they have like some there's like some sort of consequence or something mm-hmm. that they don't really aren't aware of until they're like in a place with a lot of people mm-hmm. yeah I think there is something to that. I just, I, I wonder, I wonder how that gets fixed. Like, well, does it just take time? Does it take reintegration and it goes away? I don't know. I, um, I don't know what it'd be like. I think, I wonder what it would be like if, like, I don't know, we just got along. <laughs> Yeah, I think that we kind of just do things to like stay like driven by our ego or stay in suffering because we're afraid that like once we like let go of our ego or 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 confront our suffering that there's not going to be anything else or it's like scary to like actually face who you really are like and i know at the end like the person that you really are ultimately is like a loving being but like that could be really scary because like love is like vulnerable you know and it's like yeah scary to be vulnerable so instead we'll like act angry or like go on the internet to like numb ourselves from like reality or whatever um 
but I wonder, I think like at some point in like, I don't know, like at some point in the history of like the universe, there will be a time where like people will just be way more loving, like where war will be like an idea that will have like, we like that, not we, we will be dead, but like an idea that like people will just not even be able to like wrap their heads around, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that I think there comes a time where there's either like um like the we either like break off into like smaller communities and then we achieve it through that or like somehow like some big change happens where we can all like have like a united purpose or something i don't know i feel like it's i feel like it's more so that we'll break off into like smaller like groups of society and then it'll still be at peace with each other but it just like they won't be able to we already kind of do that anyway i mean it, we're yeah, just we getting do closer, do that. closer to that i think we're just getting closer and closer to like it becoming like a like a re, like a concrete thing where like I don't know. It just doesn't seem like, um, it doesn't seem like with what's going on right now, we'll get back to a place where it, like where the days before like social media, where there wasn't, where the news just wasn't so much focused on like conversation about, you know, people and what they said and did and like how it's hateful or not. Or I think that, you know, we some people will start to like look away from that or like mm-hmm. uh, like social media eventually will change and it just seems like there's something's going to happen where we don't we aren't as connected as we are right now like i feel like it can't always be like this cuz it's just going to keep being negative like it has to be like some sort of like divide and like yeah, uh, people will just be tired. Mm-hmm. And then once you're tired, you stop resisting. And I think like we really do resist like being, um, you know, like at peace, which is like crazy. Well, like in, because in order to get to peace, you have to really suffer. And like, so we, it's not that we're resistant to peace. We're resistant to the process that it takes to get there. Uh, yeah like dis- discomfort and and change and like yeah. and, you know and different ways of life like I noticed that with myself you know there's like times where you know you, you don't want to do something or you want like you feel like you need to have a certain like state of mind or something to be able to handle um, you know what you're going to do instead of just like being able to hop in that and deal with it and like, you know, and handle shit. I feel like sometimes there's, you feel like you have to like reset or like go take a break or something or calm down before you can like really, you know, get into that. And I think, I think that's what creates a lot of this discomfort and a lot of this, uh, a lot of the, um, you know, the argument right now is that there's like, changes that need to be made for things and we've 
become so accustomed to the way things are that there's like resistance to all of it and uh and that's what's creating just all the shit we're in right now is just like you know refusal to change refusal to acknowledge differences or or growth or whatever um in so many different ways it's like hard to even it's hard to even look at it because it's so huge it's like some it's like i don't even know what people are looking at online you know how can you even because it's like you don't see half the stuff yeah you know literally half the stuff you and i don't even see it yeah because we're our algorithms filtered you know yeah I want to get off. Like, have you ever done that with somebody, dude? Have you ever done that? Like, have somebody like search something on their phone and you do it on yours, and then you like compare what comes up? No. Yeah. It's interesting, dude. It's like, uh, it's a trip. You're like, whoa, like, like we're not like it's like the truth. Like I say this before too, but like the truth nowadays is just whatever you look up and watch, to, mm. it becomes the truth to you. The truth is like so individualistic. It's not like, yeah, it's not like a group. There's the the truth isn't like widely known, you know, like by all like what. And it's like everybody has their own little. It's like a kaleidoscope. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Like I bought this lens for my camera, and I looked up reviews, and I like found myself looking for good reviews to convince myself to buy it. <laughs> like stupid well, that's all that's all like it is with sales you know is is it can they can they convince you can they win you over yeah. yeah like it's it's not about like is this product gonna benefit your life actually it's like i want your i want you to give me money and i want you to buy this thing so that i have another sale in my in my in my day yeah but it makes me happy to have stuff mm-hmm. Mm, I love stuff and I love Grubhub. Yeah. But I wonder how far we can be justified to the idea that it's like, it's just, you know, it's just my job. I just need to do it and get paid. But like, is your job benefiting society or contributing to negative access? You know, like how oh. much, how many people think about that versus think about like, oh, I'm just, it's just my job. I get paid. You know, I, I always wonder that. I don't know how many people like try to weigh the difference, but I think about it sometimes like, um, you know, like anything we buy that is like from like Target or Walmart, like Nike, like all those things are made in like factories where people are like paid in like other countries that like, um, just like need better. Yeah. Like better resources and people are being like exploited and like, it's like slave labor. But I mean, I have an upgrade for my phone right now and I'm going to get the new 13. Like I, I, like I look at it and I'm like, oh, I feel almost forced to get a phone. Like, I feel like if I don't have one, I don't, I will not be able to survive. Yeah. Like, I wonder how many people go without phones completely. I wonder that too, or just like a simple phone like, i know a few people that go with simple phones but i wonder how many people go without them completely that has to be interesting that has to have such a weird uh a weird um like per, uh, your perception not using a phone at all 
and then seeing how many how it how involved other people are in their phones that would be so weird you'd it it'd make you feel like like you're kind of saying like you're almost forced to get one because you just feel like such a weirdo outcast or you don't care but if you don't care it's like you like how do you there's so many things that you have to do that are harder now or like not as convenient in your life like you have to ask for directions and write them down you have to ask for directions you have to like listen to the radio for the weather and traffic um oh yeah you can't order online anywhere you can't pay with your phone anywhere you can't take a picture you can't record somebody and send it you can't record somebody doing something dumb and send it to your buddies that's the most important (laughs) one that's right there yeah like i i i've almost gotten caught a couple times in public i never do that see somebody I can't help it. My if somebody's doing something like really weird, I'm like, dude, I gotta. Sh- I, I just have to share it with somebody. I wish if there was a way that I could mentally share it with you, and I didn't have to take my phone out and record it. Yeah, it's called like, telling me. Tell me the story. But it's just, dude, you can't. You can't. Sometimes this stuff is hard, so hard to describe, and then the describing it takes away from the fact that it's 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 so fun. It's like the funny like. Just being able to picture it, you know? Like, yeah, but you're a comic. Your job is to tell a better story than the actual thing. Yeah, but people, you know, it's, it's like, even if you're even like, it's hard sometimes to describe a particular like observation to somebody and have that same level of funny that you had in your head travel across. Like, it, yeah. it's like really difficult because sometimes people like people can't picture shit in their heads sometimes too so you try to tell them something they're like what are you talking about yeah and then you got to describe something else and they're like oh, okay yeah and then you get this weird picture in their head that's not even the thing anymore you're like i could have just sent you a video of this fucking person falling over you know <laughs> yeah. that's what youtube sketch you know is mm-hmm. or like not sketch but like prank videos or something i don't know i was trying to make a comparison it didn't work yeah well, that, yeah, it's it's funny you say that because uh, my mom tried to send me like a video, and but it was on a Facebook group that she's a part of, and so when she sent it to me in the messenger, I opened it and it said it was private and I couldn't view it, and so I told her maybe screenshot it to me, and then send it to me, and she was like, I don't, that's too, that's too much, and I go, what was it? And she just goes, something funny. Yeah, I, I like, love that. And I was like, okay. My, cool. mom, my mom sends me TikToks all the time of shit. Of like. But, <laughs> like, the fact that I couldn't see it, and then she just goes, oh, yeah, it was something funny. And then I was like, do I react like how I would react? Do I just give her, like, a, oh, nice, the ha 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 ha? <laughs> oh, like through text. This is like through text. Yeah, this right. is through text. So, like, it, it's like, like oh, the equivalent nice. I of. I was a part of something funny. Yeah, it's like when you walk up to somebody and 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 they're like, "Oh, dude, I saw the funniest thing the other day. I was uh this guy and he was uh, you know, he was uh he was walking and, and you just had to be there, you know, it was, it was great." Like that was like the the yeah. text version of that. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's just like, "Oh, you had to be in the group." Well, the story <laughs> I told you earlier, I I text the whole story to someone today. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, what did you write? You wrote like a five-page paper? Dude? I wrote a lot, and at one point I was going to say I'll tell you, you know, 
So anyways, I'll tell you in person or something. And then when I see this person, <laughs> when I see this person, I'm going to tell them the story again in person. Yeah. They're really going to know. They're going to be like, they're also going to know how well you can describe something in text versus in person. Now this yeah. is, they're going to be like, is Gabe good at communicating? Is he not? <laughs> pretty good communicator I think I yeah I think so um, like you said I think you have to be yeah. to be able to uh, be funny on stage yeah um, yeah that's very true um, I have felt yeah I guess lately I've felt like I'm not able to like describe things uh, or something I don't know I don't feel as funny as I can be lately, which like, uh, it kind of sucks. I feel tired and like, just like not able to like grab what like I'm seeing and like experiencing and like putting it in here to like process so it could like come out like that way, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it's like very frustrating that I'm like, not like, yeah, like just that I'm not being able to put my world into words lately. Cause that's like my job, you know? Or like my, you know what I mean? When I say my job, mm -hmm. it's like the thing that I do. And I'm having a lot of trouble doing it. I come up with like a couple new jokes and stuff, but it just like, feels like so, it's like, it feels like so much more work than before. Do you think that's because of the pressure maybe you're putting on yourself to have something new? Like you're putting it higher in terms of value maybe, so it's harder to do? You can't I don't know what it is. I don't really know because like when we used to do the coffee shop, I used to make sure that I did something new every Wednesday. Was that on Wednesdays? Yeah. And, and I did, I did something new every Wednesday. Uh, and of course, like, it's not as good. Like I could write something way better now than before because I was so new, but I was still writing something that was like new every Wednesday. And it's like, I don't even think, and it was like decent enough. I was happy with what I was writing, mm -hmm. but like now I don't even feel like I could write, like if you were to be like, oh, hey, next fucking Monday, you need to come up with a new minute. I'm like, I don't think I could do that. Like, I don't know. I've been going on stage lately and just like kind of exploring and not worrying too much about like laughs. And it's like helped. I kind of just rambled for five minutes last Tuesday. Uh, and it was like, it wasn't a bomb, but it just was like, I was like, oh, I didn't really tell any jokes. And I was kind of fine with it. I ended up finding some like interesting information about myself, like through the ramble. But yeah. it was like, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, taking those chances, it's, it's never, it's always going to be, it, the risk is always, you know, like you said, it, it being rough. Um, but like so many people don't take those chances, at least, you know, what I see, uh, is like, you know, I see people try some new material, but 
you know, a, a good amount of people, you know, they're just trying to hone that, you know, that, that what they got. And that's fine, you know, but I feel like there's rooms where, like, it doesn't matter if you, no one's gonna, like, it's almost like a waste if you do your jokes, you know, it's like, you know, your jokes work, you know, like, I always find that interesting. It's like, you know that that works and you've done it like in 10 other places. So like you're saying, take, like, take that chance. Just talk about whatever happened that, you know, like I, I always, I admire people that do that and take that risk and, and like, don't try to fit into the box and, uh, and, you know, and just go for it when they're at open and open mic sometimes. Yeah. It like makes me want to do it. Yeah. But then I'm like, I don't want to fall victim into being like, well, I'm just going to go up and talk about my day. Because, like, I don't know, have you ever seen, like, when older, like, men or women go up and they're just like, oh, like, they haven't done comedy for very long and they're just like, oh, my my kids came home today and then I was like, where's where's your homework? And it's like, you're not, you're just telling me about your day. Or, like, mm-hmm. people that go up and they think, like, they complain and they think, like, they're, like, I'm like, I don't want to just go up and talk about my life. Like, it's not like a, it's not like, this isn't like a bio, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to work on something about like therapy because I've been seeing a therapist since I was like 12 years old. And so I was like, oh, well, that's like a big part of my life. Like, I should talk about that. And I have like jokes about therapy, but nothing really like like deep inside of like why i'm in therapy or like how i truly feel about it so i'm like trying to explore and i have one joke that i thought of that i was like okay i have this one joke i'm gonna explore and like make sure that i like get to this joke and i've been like doing that and i have not found anything besides like that one joke uh but the other day i was like oh i have like i have depression i've been diagnosed with like depression and i'm really going through it right now and uh it's hard for me to admit and uh but i know that i have it and i've known for a long time that i have it uh and one sign or like that i that i had depression that i have depression is that i started seeing a therapist when i was um 11 years old and I said that that's like a big sign that you have depression. Uh, because if you're seeing a therapist at 11 years old, you have depression or you have white parents. And like that, yeah, that's like the joke. And so I did that and that gets a laugh. And then I started to like go and that, what was that? Like 30 seconds. And I'm like, fuck, I have four and a half minutes left. And I was like going and going on. And then like nothing else was landing. I couldn't find anything. And I was like, ah, my therapist is, his name is Ron. He's, and I just like described him. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was just like, fuck, dude. It was like four and a half minutes of like, (laughs) oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. But maybe I actually, yeah. Later on, I think I did find something. I also just, I mean, that's what open mics are for but I feel like I'm wasting mm-hmm. people's time. You know, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I should be able to do this exploration. Like before I go on the mic, 
you know, and like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I'm saying. I just don't want to waste people's time or I don't no, want I, to. I understand what you're saying. I, I just want to write good jokes. I want to write good jokes. I want to go up there and I want to fucking, I just I feel like I'm wasting people's time. Like sometimes I feel like I'm wasting the, the host time by yeah. like signing up and, and even being there, you know? Yeah. And so I totally understand what you're saying. You don't want to, you don't want to like, that feeling that you could be just wasting somebody's like whole, that whole set is just a, a waste of everybody's day in there is like, it's a huge bummer. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's something to, it's something like that. I think some people don't even think about because they don't, they're like in their mind, they're like, fuck them. Like I'm the shit. Like if they don't laugh at me, they're dumb. You know, like there's definitely people like that. And yeah, trust me. Like, there's I. As soon as you said that, I thought of one particular comic here that always goes up when something doesn't land. He's like, "That's a smart joke. If you don't get it, that's your fault." And I'm like, "It's funny sometimes when you do that, but you do that every time one of your jokes doesn't land." Yeah, it's like, "Hey, man, you're just not funny right now. Sorry, dude." Yeah, it's like, and the joke just doesn't work. The joke just is yeah. Uh, well, well, hey, dude. Um, it's been it's been cool to to catch up with you today and to chat and stuff. And um, I want to give you time right now to to like plug, you know, like people that can you know check out stuff. I know you've been you making some some flyers and stuff on your page. Like, where can people go follow you to like see you post about comedy and stuff like that? Oh yeah, my phone number is. Every time. That's your signature now. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow me at tiger.theory on Instagram and I'll make flyers for your shows. And you can follow, yeah. Yeah, also book me on shows. I've been introduced more as a graphic designer for the comedy community than anything else recently. And I'm like, dude, quit doing that. Like, say that I'm funny and you could see me around town. I hate when people bring this up. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't want, I don't need, no one cares about this. You know what I mean? No one's going to listen to this. Is that the show? Like, why are you, why are you fucking? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> at least this I'm is free. another avenue, like, into, like, who you are, like. That's, I mean, yeah, I guess it's I mean? true. Uh, it's just, yeah. It's like, you could see him at the coffee shop on Damon Avenue. Like, that's what I feel like, the you know, I'm like, what? Like, my regular job. Mm-hmm. I should have people introduce me that way. You're like. Our next comic, very funny. You can see him all around Chicago. He's also a barista at the Perfect Cup. Uh, he works. <laughs> he works Tuesdays through Thursdays, twelve to seven. Uh, he has next Saturday Saturday off. You have next, I'm like, yeah, I, I switched. Actually, I'm. I work Sunday. Ryan works my Saturday. He's like, go get a fucking latte. Yeah. That'd be a funny like bit. If there was like a drink that you particularly crushed it on, they could be like, yeah. he makes a mean fucking. So last week he made Americano. a vanilla latte. Yeah. yeah, that'd be funny. You could see him all around town. 
His mother's a single mother. They just like start talking about like my. If you life. Venmo him before the show, he'll bring you coffee yeah. from work. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Thanks for coming on the show today, man. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>